Welcome, welcome to my channel. Shaley Salome is my name. The Real Housewives is my game. I'll be reviewing episodes each week of as many of the Housewives shows as I can. I'm based in the UK, but kind of have an obsession with this US reality show. So let's roll. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode. Shady Salome with another review for The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. We're on season nine, episode two, Eat Your Heart Out. That's the name of the episode. I'm back for another review. Hopefully you guys got a chance to check out the first one. It was my first ever podcast and hey, I thought I'd give it another shot. Why not do episode two? So here we go. We're going to start, we basically, I, you know, I noticed this this uh, season was the taglines. I quite like them. I mean, normally I find them real corny, like real cheesy, These the, the taglines that they do. But I liked all of them. I liked all the ladies' taglines. I thought they were fun. Uh, Lisa Renner said, like, Rinna takes, Rinna takes it all. And I thought it was quite nice. It was, it, it was, it was, it was a good one. So we, we start off with Kyle, who's at Lisa's house. She pops over and I figured it out. Kyle has had her teeth done. Last week, I couldn't figure out if she'd had fillers or she'd had her teeth done or whatever. And this week, I looked at her and I thought, yeah, she has had those teeth done because she looked like she was struggling. <laughs> she was struggling. It was a slightly with the teeth. It was, oh, I don't know. Listen, I'm, woo. I mean, listen, there was nothing wrong with Kyle's teeth at all. I mean, I thought she had okay teeth, but I, I'll never understand what possesses somebody with decent teeth to go voluntarily choose to file their own good teeth down to stubs fangs points and decide to put veneers in now listen i don't have the world's best teeth i really don't hey i'm british at the end of the day we ain't known for our decent teeth but um I, to to do that i mean I fully understand if you really got bad teeth and you, you came into money or whatever and you thought, I'm going to do this. And, and I, I get it. But if there's nothing wrong with your teeth, to voluntarily choose to shave them down like that, I will never understand. I would have a nervous, with the little teeth I got as it is, I would have a nervous breakdown to know that there was my natural teeth. had They looked like that now. There was no going back. You had to have veneers forever, forever. Amen. But, hey, that's what happens when you have too much money and you're bored is what i say but hey she doesn't look bad she just looks different so her and lisa they go off to have these treatments of epion uh, epion salon um and they started this little montage of all the salad treatments they've had and messing around and stuff but i think in the end lisa ends up going just having to have these injections in her neck she's saying oh can you do something with this neck darling for, you know for, for make it look you know you more youthful whatever so the guy's just going around sticking needles in her neck. I don't know what he put in them. Was it Botox? What What was it? Is it fillers? I don't know. But uh, it seemed like a pointless routine. It was just like, okay, let's just have this little scene in here. But she, uh, they gave her the laughing gas. And um, when I saw the apparatus coming towards her, I was like, oh, gosh, it took me back to seven years ago when I went in to have my uh, first child. And they offer you that gas. And you are there just like... <laughs> You're sucking on that gas just to do something for you. It does, you know, it's, it's, it helps. It helps. It, it can lighten the mood a little. 
And when they were, when Lisa was uh, taking on to that gas and she was laughing, it, that was quite a, a cute scene. I mean, I, as, she, as she said in her confessional, it was a welcome break. It was something to laugh about considering everything she'd gone through. And, uh, you know, they had a lot of fun with that. They had a lot of fun with that scene. That was, that was it. Nothing much more happened there. Just those two, you know, I, the thing is they do this whole thing with talking about them how well they're getting on and me and Lisa always have a good time and we do this and we do that because we obviously know how this all horribly ends in two months time where Ken's yelling at her Kyle get out you know whatever he's saying I don't know what he's saying to her but it obviously ends so horribly and by all accounts they're, they're still not speaking it's, things are really taking a turn for the worst with their relationship but they give it all this bonding thing that we're doing now with Lisa and Kyle the usual so then we go jump over to Erica. Erica and Lisa, Rina, are, um, they all sort of meet up. And I think Dorit, does Dorit come? Yeah, Dorit comes along as well. And they're just having this little moment in a restaurant. They all look really hot. <laughs> you know, it must have been a particularly hot uh, day. And uh, they all looked, even though they're all made up to the nines, they all looked very, you know, that they, they could have done with a fanning down a permanent fan on them but um it was it was a quite a hot sweaty day <laughs> sweaty day it looked for them but hey they were doing their darndest to be out there with full hair and makeup uh but yeah they just had this last little scene where they were in a restaurant and they were just sort of having a little catch-up but which brings us to the first the conversation i say air quotes of the uh the first trip of the season you know dorit's like oh what all this business happened with the dog you know with lisa and oh i just need to get away oh this is just madness what a, <laughs> that was a terrible segue terrible segue and a reason for a trip um but we'll buy into it you know we're, we're gonna go along with you're pretending you're organizing this trip we all know that in pre-production <laughs> you have have a meeting to say right you're going on trips these are the dates here's where we're going it's already planned out so you've got to give we'll go along with it hey we're fans of the show we'll go along with it so they're going along to uh am i gonna pass a, a new place bahama bahama something like that i believe she said which is the bahamas but it's the bahama so um they, they just kind of you know deciding that hey let's go there my sister went there she went hey, yeah so that's well, we obviously know that's the next trip that's coming up for them. And uh, we all know what a girl's trip on a Real Housewife show brings. Then we jump over to Denise Richards and her man, Aaron. And it's just a little scene. We kind of introduced it, I suppose, Denise into it. Her home in Malibu that she shares with her two kids. Well, she has three because she adopted the last one, Eloise. Um, so this introduction there her life there and um, she's got this new guy Aaron they've been together for a year and he looks good you know he's not he's not too shabby I mean he's got his you know his wide back his big arms and his pecs and his delts and his traps and, and all the rest of it and his long floppy hair and he looks good he's not too shabby you know he's nice to look at and he's some spiritual guy you know spiritual healer or something or whatever so he's earthy and that's always that's always a bonus it's always a energy karma or something like that that's what he does so it's always nice if a man has that kind of uh persona about him uh it, it helps um so she's been with this guy for a year she says um and they've moved in together in, into this house um and it's just yeah it, it seems okay so it's like a newish relationship and uh 
there's the the eldest daughter is sat there doing some homework or something like that and they're having a conversation about her needing a tutor and stuff the eldest daughter looks so much like her dad charlie sheen so much like him but i remember thinking that when when you know denise used to be on the tv a bit more a few years ago and they would show her two children a lot and i'd always point out that one as being looking so much like charlie and he then he she actually incorporates him into the scene because Denise is talking to her about the girl's got her it's not a prom it's not the prom it's something else she's talking about I don't know whatever in America they call it it's not the prom but it's something else formal or something I, I should have I should have written it down but um and she's asking if she, what if a boy invites her you know could she go and Denise is like no 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 you're not you know you're not allowed you're not you're not if a boy asks you tell him no and you know she, you know, you're not allowed to date till you're sixteen, and she wasn't allowed to date till she was sixteen, and that's basically what Denise is saying, which I understand. But I don't know; it's maybe one of those things that it would be nice. I, I don't know anything about these type of events, but it sounds to me like it might be something that might be nice if a guy asked you, a boy asked you to go along with them. So I don't know; I'm sure Denise will, you know, cave in. But the girl, the daughter, Sammy, actually calls Charlie Sheen. Just to say, oh, I'm going to ask Dad. You know, I'm going to I can see what Dad says. And, and he was, you know, there he was on the phone, Charlie Sheen. And he actually gave her some okay advice. I mean, she's like, Dad, can I bring? If a boy asks me, what what should I say? Should I say no? And and he actually gave quite a bit of good advice. I said, well, look, you know, just uh, use your judgment. Use your judgment, and you know, I trust you to to use your judgment well. And it was it was kind of it was it was okay. Yeah, actually, it actually surprised me. Um. But yeah, it, it was, you know, so I think she probably will. I mean, I'm not sure that we'll get to see it on the show, but um, I'm sure she probably will say, yeah, because Charlie Sheen, gosh, if, if your dad's Charlie Sheen, if Charlie Sheen says it's all right, then I guess you're going to go along with it. Denise seems like she might be quite soft, you know, quite a soft touch, but anyway, that was that scene. Then we go with to Dorit and PK. <laughs> Sorry, I always have to say PK like that because that's how Dorit says it. I like the way she says it, so... I'm just going to say it too. Um, so it was just just a little scene with those two walking around the house and Dorit and five inch heels and, you know, spandex, you know, looking nice, of course, but uh, I mean, I'm not sure that's why I'd be wearing a house, five inch heels and spandex. But um, it's just a little random scene about, uh, she's explaining to PK that they're going to go off on this trip to Bahama and uh you know let's have a little conversation about it and pk jumps in with kind of you invite teddy you invited teddy then and uh i'm so what's the big deal i mean i'm, I'm thinking why what did happen with, with teddy and it's just like this thing with issue with the dog i got a feeling we're gonna hear me hearing about this dog for the entire season it's gonna be one of those storylines that just drag and drag and you know sick to death by the end of it but I thought, what's the big deal? I mean, you know, if her and Teddy not sorted things out, I mean, last week we saw them at the pool party and they were having fun with their kids and having a bit of a laugh, but I don't know, maybe it's PK, maybe getting a, PK, sorry, and getting a bit too involved in his uh, wife's business again. And you know what happened last time? Like, well, last time PK got too involved, Erica showed him, told him. So um, hopefully he, he won't get too involved again in um what Dorit's doing and maybe just you know a friendly a friendly listening year like a lot of the other husbands do and boyfriends do that I hope he doesn't get too involved um so that's that little scene little random scene but uh then we move on to uh Teddy and Rena Lisa and Rena they're going off for a hike they're meeting up for a hike somewhere on a trail 
And the first thing they see is it's a huge ass snake. Now, I could tell you right now, we don't see a lot of snakes in England, okay? We really, really don't. Anyhow, let me tell you right now, anyhow, I was to see a snake on any type of walk, I'm going home. I don't care where I was going, but I'm going home, okay? That that would ruin my whole day, okay? That would ruin my whole day if I saw it. Did you see the size of that snake that was just randomly going through it? No, no, boo, I'm going home, okay? I mean, obviously, listen, like I said, we don't see a lot of that in England, but in America, hey, maybe that California in particular, they're just, hey, oh, snakes, or snakes, and they're, yeah, we're better. No, 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 no. I mean, listen, I don't like snakes. They're not my worst fearing animal, but I don't particularly like a snake. So, I I, I, said, I could never live in California or anywhere where they have snakes and it's just a norm and it's just a random, a snake might come up in your house. That is not for me, okay? I am too fraidy-fraidy, as, as they say, for anything like that. But um, they come across that and they sit down and walk in and they talk. And they sit down and just talking about stuff and just a little conversation, really, that Teddy's having with Rinna about a little acting gig she did I didn't even know she was trying to get into acting but she she did it some little scene or whatever she had in some tv show whatnot film and then they start sort of getting this conversation about how um when she first came to hollywood that uh you know an acting coach told her that she was too heavy and she needed to lose weight and it sort of spiraled set her off spiraling and she put on weight and it was a big issue. So, so it was just like this little conversation they were having about what Hollywood can do to you with your self-esteem, with your weight and how work is and all the rest of it. This is a bit, I suppose, a bit of background to Teddy a little bit more. I suppose we didn't know massively lots about her. But um, no, it's just, uh, just a little random scene there. Like I said, it was kind of a filler episode. It wasn't, I wasn't getting anything massively great vibes off of it. But um it's okay it's just like a little story there teddy and her issues and she came out the other side and she became this accountability coach and and you know it set on her well, again, the other day set her on her path for um for where she's now with her accountability and having all these people to coach and what have you so hey i mean sometimes these things you know lead to um your successes but um so that was that they were talking like that then we jump to Kyle and Maurizio in a scene in his office, the agency. It's just it's like a nice space. It's, it's like he's quite quite a bit of stuff. It looks, it looks bigger than I thought. His I remember seasons back talking about when he was setting up the business and stuff. It looks way bigger than I thought it was. But um, it's like a nice space. It's a nice space to work and what have you. Was so you know Kyle drops by and they're sort of talking about Sophia, her eighteen year old daughter. She's heading off to uni college as they call it in america but uh she's heading off there and uh she's just just thinking about her children and you know kyle's very very hands-on with her children um and you know very very close to them as well so she will feel it she she feels like any she loves every you can tell she loves every moment she spends with them and she's so doting with them and she just having the usual mother kind of feelings, you know, about when your kids leave. Hey, well, I've got a long way to go. I've got a long way to go before that happens. But, uh, yeah, she's just, it's just a sort of feeling for her and she's getting upset and Maurizio's there to, you know, calm her down, make her feel good. It's Maurizio always seems to do. Um, let me jump over to Rinna, Rinna's hopes. 
at uh host host home house what was i trying to say host uh Rinna's house and uh, she's got her daughter with her amelia and all these dogs and they're sort of jumping around and they sit down and have this very heartfelt conversation about an eating disorder that you know amelia sort of admitted to sort of maybe last year she'd got quite thin and she well, she brought it out because she said she was at the salon and she saw his mother and daughter who looked like they were struggling or and i thought oh what does she mean and it was kind of like okay she opened up a little bit about her eating disorder that she'd had and sort of come out the other side if you like so i, I didn't know that she had that. i didn't read about that anywhere but um yeah so she was sort of that was quite a deep conversation about you know what it could do to you and it, you know how she's it probably never really ever leaves you so i'm just gonna have a sip here i've got some honey and lemon hot water honey and lemon it really hoping to sort my throat out. i'm sure by the end of this uh podcast i'm gonna be croaking away like an old woman so i hope hope i can get through it for y'all um so sorry yeah um amelia was amelia was talking about her situation last year with her eating disorder and she certainly seems like she is doing much better now she seems she looks healthy and uh she sort of you know i've got a feeling she may sort of turn that into she may become some kind of sort of spokes spokeswoman for um, anorexia or some kind of um i don't know maybe public sort of public figure you know talking to people and young girls and stuff like that so because she was saying some girls have reached out to her and stuff like that so she could she could end up sort of sort of expanding on that a little bit more but it's a shame it's a shame to hear about anyone who's suffering but you know these young girls today honestly the images the images we're seeing of of what young girls have to contend with and we didn't have to really contend with that when we were growing up you know, you, you didn't have all this social media and, and what have you and stuff. You, you you really didn't. And I feel, I, I do, there is the part that really, really feels for these young girls today and what they're having to like, what goes through their mind and what is sub- ch- chucked at them like hour after hour, you know. It's it's uh, it's crazy. It's, it's a crazy time for all that type of thing. But, uh, you know, I hope, uh, I hope she continues to sort of improve and, and, and uh, get better, Amelia. Um so we move on. It's a couple of random scenes like Dorit with her kids in the kitchen and Lisa and Ken driving. And, oh, that just a couple of there was three little scenes that didn't make any kind of sense to me. I was just like not quite sure why we were seeing them. But like I said, filler episode. So we got Rina and at her house. She's having some sort of event. She's got the ladies come around. Erica arrives. Camille arrives. Um, Dorit arrives later. I mean, Lisa wasn't coming because she said there's something wrong with Jiggy. But, you know, we later see that, yeah, Jiggy does have a little something wrong with him. But uh, that wasn't the reason she didn't come. She just couldn't be bothered to come because she couldn't be bothered with, I don't know, getting all together and being jovial or whatever over some sweet treats. But we're, um, you know, we're, we're we're basically seeing the sort of, you know, scene by scene. We're seeing what's going on at Rinna's house and what's going on with Lisa. She's like with Ken having a bit of lunch at one of their restaurants and they're just... She's asking Ken, should she go to the bah- Bahamar, Bahamar trip that they've got going on? And uh, he basically convinces her, yeah, yeah, go. I think it'd be nice for you. And she's like, yeah, yeah, right, I go, yeah, yeah. And then we see at uh, Lisa's, Lisa Renner house, where she's got all the ladies. Everyone's arrived. They've got their aprons on. And I think the company's called Butter Love, something like that. And they're doing this um, kind of like activity where 
they're decorating these big chocolate hearts and it's full of candy and sweets and what have you and they end up melting it and it looks really nice especially when they start pouring the chocolate over the gold you know chocolate uh, gold colored chocolate all over it looks really really sweet and then they go off to this other little room and have like a, say a meal but they have this like this this like this chocolate heart this complete chocolate heart it's just on a plate and they're just sitting all around looking at it i really don't think how the women touched it but uh you know it was just a little event to have at her house and uh yeah it's uh so they start talking all the ladies start talking denise is there also that felt too much she arrived so you've got denise erica rina um and camille yeah that's who's there yeah that's right and they just sort of sat around talking about how did you meet yours and how did you meet your guide and there's this twisted <laughs> this is twisted union of because no denise richard starts talking about how she met her guy you know he's he's the aaron he's a spiritual guy you know the calming guy whatever and then she talks about she and she went to his one of his classes and stuff then she ends up you know getting hot and heavy with this guy in one of his treatment rooms and i was like huh? i thought that ever so slightly put me off i gotta say you i was like yeah he may look cute and all the rest of it but this is what they, I find out very highly unprofessional. If you ask me, I would be deeply concerned if I was if I was her that uh, this guy is chatting to women herself, and then within a short space of time, you're up in his studio getting it on. I would be worried for hit this man going to work on a daily basis. But uh, hey, she says they've been together for a year. I suppose a year is only a year, isn't it? And they're going to get married as soon as his divorce is finalised. From Nicolette Sheridan, no less. What was she? Desperate Housewives, yes. Nicolette Sheridan is who he's still married to. Legally married to, but hasn't been together with for a couple of years. She is Michael Bolton's ex. And she's also Harry Hamlin's ex. Rinna's husband, Harry Hamlin. And Rina was telling us a story about how when Harry was... And they, they were married. They weren't just dating. They were married. How Harry was when he was married to her. Oh, a voice is going. <coughs> Sorry, that must have sounded awful. When Harry was married to Nicolette, Harry was working away somewhere. And that was the night Nicolette went home with Michael Bolton after one of his concerts. So Nicolette Sheridan left Harry Hamlin to go with Michael Bolton and Nicolette Sheridan is the wife of Denise Richards now man and it's like oh I mean yeah Lisa really made a joke about thank goodness she did run off with Michael Bolton because then she ended up with Harry Hamlin and the rest is history but what a tangled web we weave up in Hollywood huh but hey that Nicolette Sheridan get around don't she I would be surprised if she don't turn up on a, as a real housewife at some point. But uh, that was a little story there. Um, yeah, it was a little fun little ditty. But uh, yeah, uh, kind of slightly, ever so slightly tinsy was he gone off at Aaron now, knowing how he conducts his business. But maybe I'm just a prude. Ignore me. Um, so then we see, like, the women uh, start to pack and stuff like that for their trip. 
which is normally you don't normally get the packing of the trip you know packing the trip scenes you know until they're going on the, you know, the same episodes that they're going on the trip so they kind of did it in the end where you've got them all packing up doing bits and pieces and then let's kind of jump to what's going to happen uh next week but um Erica's assistant Mikey I was it was funny I was looking at him because I was like in England in the UK where they just recently they, they play old episodes of the housewives on different channels you just you're turning over you sometimes randomly catch them and there was an old episode of Mikey Erica's assistant guy in the OC real housewives of OC he was coaching Gretchen at a time when Gretchen did the pussycat doll show in Vegas and then he was Mikey with hair, Mikey with a little flat top. <laughs> so uh, that was quite funny to see him and how much he changed. Um, but I digress again. Um, so anyway, they're doing this. They get they've all sort of jumped on the private plane. All the ladies are packing. They show them getting onto the plane, which looks very nice, by the way. That food spread they had. I'll, I'll always look at the food. I'll always look at the food. Um, that food spread they had was quite. Uh, quite something um and they've got, got the guineas and oh off we go off we go yeah 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 um and all the ladies are on the plane everybody's there and i'll tell you what makes me laugh is the anxiety that kyle has every time she gets on a plane and i should laugh because i suffer anxiety myself but and i totally understand where she's coming from because i think i would be the same way but the slightest little thing, slightest little rattle of anything on the plane, and she's like sitting there, you know. We, I always remember scenes of her before, and that's how she acted. But listen, you know, she. I, the thing with her is, if I think she's probably, you have a fear of flying because you have a fear of dying, obviously, and and uh, it's some horrid, horrid plane crash. But um, and she's got her four kids that she dotes on, and she just feels like, oh god, I couldn't bear to be away from them. And this is this all builds up. It, it builds up in this thing that you know my kids need me. I can't die. I can't die. So we, I understand where she's coming from, you know. But it it does make me chuckle sometimes the way she uh, the way she carries on. But uh, we we sort of see a brief conversation where Dorit's letting everybody know like what the place is like and how she has a suite and she wants to share the suite with Lisa. Vanderpump and you know every no one seems to say anything nobody seems to have a problem with that and then you know Lisa sort of says some comment and like oh really oh me and you is it oh okay so it's like oh that's strange and it's like uh oh okay well if you don't want to if you don't want to share with me and then it seems like she gets out of it it's like that's all that makes everyone feel a little bit uncomfortable and Lisa Vanderpump comes over and says to some of the other ladies well she's got this snoring problem in this you know whatever type of thing going on it's just you know and a gas problem i don't know why even lisa even said it it seems so strange to me uh and it's like oh okay well if you don't want to i mean i share with somebody else you probably thought she was being nice wanted to share with her but i don't know i mean that, that you could tell the way it's going to go it's like lisa you know vanderpump is not going to let it go and she's going to keep hold this she's going to hold a grudge she's totally going to hold a grudge over this whole dog thing and I think it's gonna it's gonna get worse and the little little comments, a little niggly little oh no, it's gonna get I can see it getting ever so slightly annoying and and what have you, but I don't know, that's the beginning of the trip. And so then we see a little sneak peek of what next week is gonna be like and it's 
And Erica comes out. <laughs> Erica, Erica Jane. I'm telling you, it's a snappy moment as she comes out with Lisa. I think, ooh, ooh, this is where it can start to get interesting. This could start to get interesting. So uh, I'm going to keep the ice peel for next week and hopefully we're in for a more interesting episode. I, I really hope so. So, hey, you've got to have these filler ones down again, haven't you? What can I say? So, uh, we got to, you know, the next week should be decent. So hopefully we should get that. So I'm so sorry, guys, that my voice is like this. And I hope by next week we're going to see a better version of me. And, uh, you know, I'll be a bit more chipper along with it. So listen, feel free to drop me a line, comment. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much, guys. That was this week's episode of Shady Salome's podcast. Don't forget to join me next week for another episode. Thank you for listening. Good night, y'all.